Welcome to the UPL Australia podcast series. UPL is a leader in global food systems and is now one of the top five agricultural solutions companies worldwide with market access to 90% of the world's food basket and focused on ushering in growth and progress for the complete agricultural network, including farmers, distributors, suppliers and innovation partners. Through our hashtag Open Ag initiative, we want to build an open agriculture network that feeds sustainable growth for all, no limits, no borders. We are creating a network that changes the way a whole industry thinks and works, opening it all up to new ideas, new ways, new answers. We hope these podcasts will inspire you and open your mind to new ideas and new ways of dealing with the current challenges faced by everyone in Australian agriculture. Here's your host, Sam Edmund. Hello, thanks for joining us. And on behalf of UPL Australia, welcome to our third Open Ag podcast. If you haven't heard our chat with the unbreakable farmer Warren Davies or founder and CEO of Sober in the Country, Shanna Wan, make sure you have a listen. Our next guest, his name is Neville Brady. Neville is the son of a shearing contractor, a former player at the Richmond Football Club, a counsellor, father, husband and business consultant. He conducts men's health presentations and has a particularly unique stress management technique that makes people laugh. Neville grew up on a farm with three brothers his mother had an electric cow prodder and no cows. His consulting company is called Browse Up and Neville undertakes business and personal development programs for the rural and agricultural sector. He also writes a regular column in the Rural Ag Magazine and most importantly, loves a good yarn. Neville Brady, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for the introduction, Sam. Browse Up Consulting, as I mentioned, is the name of your company. I have to ask straight off the top, how did that name come about? Uh, Sam, in 2004, we were doing some work out in Outback, New South Wales, because of the uh, drought, and it was a throwaway line at a men's health night when I said, boys, when you go home, go home with your eyebrows up. If you have our eyebrows down when we're talking, we can come across as stern, it affects our tone of voice, and moods are contagious. And we followed up with the wives of the fellas that uh, came along to these nights. And I asked, what difference have you noticed with your partners? And one lady said, thank you so much for our eyebrows up. It's changed the whole mood of the house. And it's something that just struck me as a throwaway line, the impact that it had. And, it, and it's a bit of a signature thing that we do whenever we do work with uh, groups of people. Moods are contagious. So we have a, have a, a saying, eyebrows up, especially when you're feeling a bit irritable. So that's where the brows up consulting came from. Neville, I, f- I suddenly found myself being very conscious of my eyebrow position. Yeah, well, it, in our household for many years, we've had, I'm the father of three adult children now, and we had permission back then when anyone was looking irritable, shitty, we had permission to say eyebrows up. And I can remember one moment that my wife said to me as our youngest that was 18 at the time, Have you, has uh, Lee had a chat to you yet? And I said, why? And she said, oh, nothing. And I said, oh, something's afoot here. Anyway, my son said to me when he came home, Dad, we need to have a chat, but can your eyebrows be up? <laughs> Sometimes it's really difficult to do. It's a great name. You must get asked about its origins all the time. Well, look, we do. And we're, uh, it's impossible, Sam, not to be part of a group whether it's a social group, community group, sporting group, uh, business group. It's 
everything that we do has human interaction and that's often the bit that gets uh, sticky. Uh, with, life is a contact sport and being in relationship is a contact sport too sometimes. And sometimes the contact's absolutely fantastic and there's other the contact like during the shutdown, domestic violence goes up. That's the contact that's not, that's not okay. So being able to manage your emotions is, is critical to managing our relationships, whether they're at work, whether they're at home, whether that's playing football or netball, it's absolutely critical. So when it comes to Browse Up Consulting, Neville, why the focus on men's health? Well, look, it was a part that, that developed. I was on a, uh, a board, a local board, community-based board for charity, and uh, there was two nuns, <clears throat> pardon me, there was two nuns that were also on this board. I didn't know they were nuns. They were from Bar Reynolds. They were from McKillop Rural Services that looked after the um, social side of things up in Bar Reynolds. And when they got to um, uh, talking to me, they asked me whether I would do some uh, anger management up in um, Bar Reynolds. And, in, and being a bloke as well, Sam, um, our death rates, twice that of women up to the age of 60. Mm. Um, we're more likely to drown, uh, car accidents, 400% more likely to complete suicide, um, heart disease, the whole range. Yet we access Medicare services 30% less than women. And those with a mental health challenge, which we all have at times, being healthy mentally, 38% of blokes in the uh, cities and regional centres will put their hand up and ask for help. But that drops to 11% of men in rural Australia as far as being reluctant to raise their hand and ask for help. Yet our death rates are twice that of women up to the age of 60. So clearly there is a, a bias towards more helping men because we don't put our hand up and seek help where women do. So that's one of the big things in rural Australia is to get us blokes put a hand up and ask for help when we're struggling. You're listening to the UPL Australia podcast, part of their Open Ag series. Our guest today is Neville Brady from Browse Up Consulting. Well, farming can be a tough business, obviously, any time. And with COVID-19 being the most recent change forced upon us all, Neville, do we cope or do we mope? Well, look, uh, we, all, we do both. It's just the depth of it. Now, when, when things are outside of our control, that's what gives us stress. Sometimes parents contact me when they have teenagers because all of a sudden these young adults now are starting to assert themselves and there's this feeling of not being in control. Now, there's problem-focused coping is sometimes the easiest one to deal with because it means addressing the problem. And if that problem is within our control to either change or influence, if we reduce that stressor, I can, uh, it impacts on my mood lifts, I feel some relief. But when the um, stressor is out of our control, droughts, floods, bushfires, COVID-19, then that's a different type of coping because we can't make it rain. We can't sometimes turn the, uh, uh, control the bushfires. So then it actually goes more to emotional focused coping. What can I do when I feel that I can't do anything? What can I do when I look out at the paddocks and the crop hasn't, hasn't uh, come up? So there's a couple of things that we really look at. And there's five pillars of um, uh, mental health. 
One is getting a really good night's sleep. Uh, there was a fellow that were helping once. We did a depressing checklist with him, Sam, and he had high risk of uh, depression. We got him into a sleeping clinic and he was put on um, a machine. He had sleep apnea. And once that was fixed, his mood's really lifted. So Amazing. sleep is critical. Diet is another critical factor. Diet, exercise, and having supportive relationships around you. And that's all really critical. And a sense of humour. I remember doing one men's health night up in Brew Warrener, and I was explaining to the guys how there was a fellow at home mowing his lawn and he had to stop every couple of metres to catch his breath and he had a pain in the chest. And Sam, I posed them a rhetorical question. I said to them, guess what old mate needs to do? And a hand went up in the audience and obviously someone there had the answer. And uh, g'day sluggo, if you ever hear this. And he put his hand up and said, old mate needs to go to the doctor to get a prescription for a can ride on mower. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone laughed. And if something sums up men's health, that was it. Supportive relationships and having a sense of humour is a real good uh, thing that lifts our resilience. Well, that was one of the things, Neville, I was most looking forward to asking you is how do we keep our moods and our eyebrows up? You mentioned sense of humour, which is big in any situation, exercise. What about acceptance? I mean, they say it all starts with acceptance. Is, is that very much the case here? Well, acceptance is solutions can only be found once we confront the truth. Now, I, in an article I wrote about uh, young uh, Jessica Watson back in 2009, at the age of uh, 16, sailed out of the Sydney Harbour to go around the world as a solo yachts person. Now, she said that she coped a lot better with that isolation once she accepted that this is the fact, this is what we've got to do. And that's tied into that type of coping when things are outside of my control. I can't do anything about it. So acceptance. I remember talking to a dad about who had a uh, late teenage son that was uh, uh, coming home drunk and partying and he was always disappointed at the state of his son when he arrived home. This was an 18-year-old son. And I said, oh, you're looking at the situation, um, you could look at the situation a different way. And we discussed the reason why he was disappointed because he expected his son, son to come home, come home totally sober. Mm. And that's why he was disappointed. But when he changed his expectation to his son's going to come home slightly under the weather and ha after having a good night, if he expected that, then he wouldn't get disappointed. So changing your expectations, if, there's, if we're in a situation, Sam, or an environment that we find uh, unhealthily stressful, we've only ever got three options. One, we can change the way we think about our environment. Two, we can change something in our environment. Or three, I can change my environment. So when this uh, dad saw me a couple of months later, he said, I fixed the problem. I said, how'd you fix it? He said, I changed my son's environment. He's no longer living in home and I'm no longer stressed. <laughs> so there's certain, things that you, there's certain things that you can do. But getting a good night's sleep, diet, exercise, having a sense of humour, keeping that sense of humour, even in the direst situations, is really important to do. And if we can't do that, if our moods are down and they've been down for a while, 
then we need to put our hand up for help and get professional help. And finally, Neville, tell me about the I'll Ask for Help oath. Right. This was... <laughs> oh, look, this is... you can tell I'm comfortable with this culture sharing this story. The, um, it, it goes to uh, the masculinity problem with blokes and hyper-masculinity sometimes, which, kill, which uh, prevents us putting our hands up for help. So at the Men's Health Night, when I give them the death rates between men and women or in the age groups, and one is uh, in 65-plus men, we're 60% more likely to die of poisoning, for example. Who would have thought? And I tell a, a joke how a bloke's laying on his deathbed and his wife's gently stroking his forehead and he says, so I can't leave with this guilt, sweetheart. I can't leave, I can't die with this secret. And she says, sweetheart, I know, it's okay. He said, no, it's not. She said, Dale, it's okay, I know. He said, no, I shagged your sister. She said, sweetheart, I know, that's why I've poisoned you. <laughs> <laughs> when we give these statistics, I then ask the blokes in the audience to stand up and with their right hand, shake it out like they're loosening up the hand. And then I say, boys, I'm going to get you to do something that I've known you've done a thousand times before. Everyone grab hold of your crutch, get a good grip. And when they do, I get them to raise their left hand like they're taking an oath. And I ask them to say, it's okay to struggle, which they've got to repeat back. It's okay to ask for help, which they repeat back. It's okay to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And that's the one that we men tend to mumble. And I said, now, come on, boys. It's okay to say, sorry, I'm wrong, which they do. And then I say, listening cures nagging. <laughs> and the women in the audience clap. And listening cures nagging. And it's okay to see a health professional when they're not sick. Now, they've done this with their left hand raised and they've got a good grip of their groins. And when they repeat all that back, Sam, I ask them, did anything shrink or get smaller <laughs> as a result of you saying that? And they say, no, and said, we've got nothing to worry about, boys. It's all okay. Nothing will drop off or shrink. So, and it may even work better if you get a good night's sleep, get a diet, get exercise, and get healthy. Fantastic. So I love the unique approach. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for your time today. Thanks for sharing those unique insights and your approaches. Uh, we much appreciate it. You're welcome. Keep your eyebrows up. Some great insights there and takeouts. To contact Neville, make sure you head to browseup.com.au. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, all thanks to UBL Australia, of course, please let your friends know. I'm Sam Edmund. Browse up. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the UPL Australia hashtag open ag podcast. UPL is a leader in global food systems and we're proud to be in the top five agricultural solutions companies worldwide in over 130 countries. UPL has market access to 90% of the world's food basket and is focused on ushering in growth and progress for the complete agricultural value chain, including growers, distributors, suppliers and innovation partners. UPL offers an integrated portfolio for various arable and horticultural crops, including biological, crop protection, seed treatment and post-harvest solutions, covering the entire crop value chain. For more information on how UPL can help you, simply Google UPL Australia to visit our website.